Hello, everybody. Teresa Barnaby with the Flight of Your Life podcast. I thank you so much for joining in and uh, for listening. Uh, Listening today as I explain the importance of dragonflies to me. Um, I get asked a lot because uh, dragonflies are on one of my logos for TB Consults, the coaching company. Uh, It's Dragonfly is in the name of uh, one of the LLCs for a different company. And I have a dragonfly on the cover of the Flight of Your Life book. And uh, it's it's a wonderful story and I love reminiscing about it. And so thank you for allowing me to share it with you here today. So, uh, there was one summer in between, you know, retiring from UPS and and taking on, uh, my real estate sales career. So I was already an investor. So the sales stuff, uh, and you know, yeah, if you listen to my maiden voyage, you heard all the crazy things that I did. And, uh, I started realizing that none of those were working and I was starting to get very frustrated Like it was getting to be time that, you know, I decided what I was going to do when I grow up, who I was going to be. And I wanted to get back into some productivity contribution. You know, I was kind of getting restless. It was like the end of my two years that I had given myself uh, to take off uh, between careers. And a friend of mine uh, owned a pool company and he was having, going to have eye surgery. And he asked me if I could help him that summer. And it started out that he just wanted me to be his driver and, and I would just drive him to his clients and he would clean the pools and I'd drive him to the next. And I was just going to be the driver. And it turned out after he had the surgery that he actually couldn't clean the pools because he couldn't be around the chemicals because his eyes were too sensitive um, uh, right after surgery. And so it, it ended up being that I, I took his route and, and cleaned pools for a summer. I know one more thing I added to my resume, you guys knew nothing about. So, so yeah, so I cleaned pools for a summer only to do him a favor. And then of course his eyes got healthy and then he came back, took back his route. It was fine by me. One day though, I was at this one place that had the biggest pool in the city of Tucson. Like just the adult pool had like, I don't know, five, six huge sand filters. That's what it took to keep it clean. The kids pool had like two huge sand filters. So so if you know anything about pools, that'll give you an idea of how big they were. And it usually took me like the whole morning to, uh, to clean this pool. Well, not my favorite day when I had to, when I had this uh, on my route. So now I'm already frustrated. I'm getting antsy and I have to go clean this pool that ah, I just did not like cleaning. So I'm there and I'm doing my job and nobody's around. It's very early in the morning. Nobody's around. And I'm pondering, you know, what is life about? What, 
what am I supposed to be doing with my life now? And what's my purpose on earth? And how can I make a contribution? And nothing that I was doing was working. And what was going to work next? All these questions. And I had such frustration that morning, compounded by having to clean this pool. So I'm halfway around the pool. I, I vacuuming it. And I'm just doing, you know, pushing the vacuum in, pushing the vacuum, pulling it out, pushing it out, pulling it back. And I'm like, what in the heck am I doing? I mean, like literally. And I got so frustrated. I looked up to the sky, the heavens, whatever you want to call it. And I said out loud, in a very frustrated tone, I'm like, can you help me out here? Can you give me a sign to let me know I'm not down here by myself trying to figure this out. Can you just let me know I'm not alone? And as I finished looking at the sky and I lowered my eyes back to where the vacuum was, in the pool, hovering above the water, right where the vacuum was, there were about four, five, six dragonflies just dancing over the water. And I had to smile because I did ask for a sign that I was not down here by myself. And I considered those dragonflies my sign. And the story would be great if I ended right there. I get it, but the story didn't end there. Those dragonflies continued to dance above the water no matter where my vacuum was uh, underneath the water. So as I moved around the pool, continuing to vacuum, those dragonflies stayed right where I was looking because, of course, I was looking at what I was vacuuming and, uh, and they stayed there the entire time until I finished uh, cleaning that pool. And I knew in that moment that dragonflies would be a very important symbol to me because they symbolized during that time that I was not alone. And that was a big turning point for me, that I was never alone after I experienced that. And I always look up to the heavens and ask for my direction. And so the uh, dragonfly became my animal totem. And I don't know if you're familiar with animal totems, but you know, it's when animal, you know, those particular animals keep showing themselves or have shown themselves at a very critical moment, like I was having, um, that that there's a meaning behind them showing up. But I really didn't need to explore what the meaning was because I think I, I thought I, I kind of got that. And so I just adopted them as my animal totem. And that's how uh, people got to know uh, that I love dragonflies. It, they would, I would start putting them everywhere. And uh, when I decided to include a dragonfly in my logo for TB Consults, 
I thought, well, you know, I know what it meant to me that morning at the pool, but maybe I better look it up because now it's going to be branding me and I want to make sure that it's the right brand, right? So I looked it up and uh, I was fascinated by what I read. Uh, and this one thing stood out. And now remember, I'm, I'm launching a, a TB Consults. It's my consulting company. It's my coaching business. And I'm using it as a logo. And I read that the dragonfly has 10,000 lenses in each eye. That's why they sit up on the top of the dragonfly's head. And those uh, eyes in that position with that number of lenses gives it 360 degree vision. And I thought how appropriate that I should have 360 degree vision for my clients that I should be able to see all the way around the situation, the project, whatever they were coming to me for to help them, that I should have that, that level of all-knowing uh, insight. And in, my, in that moment, again, I knew the purpose of that dragonfly uh, on my logo. And, and that's how I explained it to people. I said, my job as your coach is to have 360 degree vision to help you see everything that you need to see to move forward in your life, which is kind of how they showed up for me. And I thought, how appropriate. So some of you might be sitting and saying, well, that's a little too woo-woo. Some of you might be sitting and saying, well, that's amazing. And some of you might be like, well, that's a coincidence. But I adopted the dragonfly wholeheartedly and I still look to it. You know, when I see it, I'm, I always smile. I always feel like I'm being blessed at that moment when a dragonfly appears in front of me. And I think that I'm not the only one. I think that there are a lot of us, uh, those of us listening on this call and, and people who aren't listening on this call, I think a lot of us look for those kinds of signs and we hold value and importance in the signs that we see. Uh, for example, w- my father had beautiful blue eyes, just beautiful. And when he passed, uh, blue, bluebirds, blue jays, bluebirds, whichever ones are the more brilliant blue, those birds kept showing themselves. And my mom would um, always say that when she saw a, a, a bluebird, that it was her dad, it was my dad, it was, you know, her husband um, visiting. Uh, I have other family members who say when they see cardinals, it reminds them of a certain person. And I'm just curious, like, what, what's you, what do you look for? What, what is it that you see sometimes that just makes you smile and know that you're getting support? Like there's somebody watching over you or, you know, you just get this, like this uh, assuredness or validation, confirmation. Because uh, I got to tell you, every time I see a dragonfly, I'm touched. Uh, and so, so what's yours? Do you have one? (laughs) If not, like, like start noticing 
what's consistently showing up and and why is it showing up at that moment like were you just thinking of somebody or asking a question or thinking of something because I think there are a lot of things that go on in this world that we're not always aware of because we just don't pay attention. We're busy just doing what we do. Uh, and yeah. And what little gifts are we given that we're just not paying attention to? My experience with the dragonflies was a gift. And every time I see a dragonfly, I feel very gifted and, I would love for you to have that same feeling. I don't know what it is to you, but, but what is it when it shows up? You just, you smile and you think of somebody or you think of an event or, you know, you get this sense about you. Uh, what is that? And if you want to share, please do. And if you don't, it's okay. Cause it's kind of private. But when I think about the dragonfly and I think about where I was in my life and I think about looking for an answer, you know, looking for an, uh, a sign, I was definitely given a sign. And today still, and this is years and years ago, today still, I feel... I don't know, like the insight, like how, okay. I think that, and I, I alluded to this the other day on a podcast. I think that when we recognize that there are things that happen in our lives that we could never orchestrate, we probably should pay attention to it. Like it's not a coincidence and I can't really explain it. It's not a coincidence that it was, it was the dragonfly I was gifted with, gifted with at, at the time I was cleaning the pool that I wanted to use the dragonfly for a logo that the definition fit so perfectly with the, with TB consults when I was launching it. And that just doesn't happen by mistake. I think that's orchestrated and I couldn't have gone back all those years ago and, and done that. I couldn't have, that was not humanly possible for me to orchestrate. And that's when I get really peaceful. It's my word. As you know, I get, I get very peaceful when I think of that power. And yeah, I kind of just go to that place of peace. I smile. I feel calm. I feel reassured. And, uh, yeah. And I hope that you too have something like that, that you can experience because it feels really good. Uh, so that's the, that's the main thing that I really wanted to talk about today because I, I sit with my book on my desk all the time and I see that dragonfly all the time. And and next to that book is a coaster that was a gift from a dear friend that has dragonflies on it. And I met with that dear friend. Uh, she came to one of my classes. Hi, Judy. It's a shout out to you. She came to one of my classes a couple of weeks ago and gifted me this beautiful picture of dragonflies. 
And then uh, we met for lunch a, a week or so later, and and she brought me this beautiful dragonfly. And uh, shout out to Fred, my handy guy. He's, he can't stand being called a handyman, so I call him my main my main man because he's the one I go to for all things that I need done on on houses and projects. And uh, and he took a picture one year and and framed it and gave it to me for Christmas. And it's a picture of wild dragonflies in a field that were all hovering around where he was sitting. And I have. Um, I, I, I couldn't even begin to name all the gifts that I've been given that have dragonflies all over them. And it's a gift that just keeps on giving. And I'm grateful for the people who really acknowledge how important dragonflies are to me and send me dragonflies. Like, go look at my Facebook page and just scroll and see people sending me pictures of uh, dragonflies with quotes. And I, it's just, I'm... I'm really grateful that there are people out there that support how important dragonflies are to me and the symbology of, of the dragonfly on a lot of different levels. So uh, what is it that you align yourself with that is your brand or isn't your brand? Maybe it's just, you know, something that you hold private if you're going to use it. Obviously, to brand yourself, it's not going to remain private very long uh, because people will start catching on and then they'll start gifting it back to you. I'm very blessed that that happens pretty consistently. So uh, enough of my story. Uh, So what's the point? What's the lesson? I think when we become aware, we start seeing things that have been, been with us all along. And until we get aware and start to notice, like really pay attention, we don't necessarily see what we can really be seeing. And, and I think that what's really important is to become aware. Even if you are aware now, become more aware and really pay attention to what's going on around us. In my book, I have this, this equation and it says discovery plus awareness plus decision equals conscious living. And I think if we, if we discover what we, what we want in this life and we go on this quest, to discover things, then uh, we become more aware. And when we add awareness to this level of discovery, then we start understanding that now I have information to make a decision. So I, so, so let me, let me explain this based on my story. So I went on this quest of discovering that I was not by myself. I was specifically asking, show me that I'm not by myself in this. That was me discovering Uh, that I wasn't. And then in that discovery, I was very aware that I was not alone through the symbology of the dragonflies. And from that point, I could make a decision of how I was going to move forward and know that I wasn't alone in those decisions to move forward. And 
feel really good about making those decisions. And in all three of those aligned, discovery plus awareness plus decision, I, I truly believe that we begin to consciously live. Because in a lot of other times, I don't know that we're conscious. I think we just go on, on a habit, routine. I call it rote. And, and you've heard me talk about this before. And so I think it's, it's when we set out to discover and, and we become very aware of what's around us so that we have evidence of what we're discovering. And then once we have all the facts, once we have this information, we can make a decision based on that information, then we've made a conscious decision versus unconsciously just doing what we do every day. And then it becomes conscious living and awareness will always be peaked. Uh, I guess I should, I, I guess I should send out a warning warning. <laughs> Once you consciously decide to be aware, you cannot not see, you cannot not hear <laughs> you, uh, so warning, you can't put it back in the box and say, yeah, no, I don't want to pay attention to that anymore. It doesn't work that way. So, um, before you set out and say, yes, I'm going to go on a discovery quest and I want to raise my level of awareness so that I can see all the signs and get all the answers so that I can make a great decision and live my life consciously. Uh, before you do that, please know it will always remain that way. Yeah, it will be life-changing and you can never go back because <laughs> you can't put it back in the box, <laughs> close the lid and pretend like it never happened. Uh, it's amazing. Life is a, it, life is amazing. Uh, okay. So, uh, that's really it. And I hope that, uh, this has made you aware uh, of whatever, little nudges you get, whatever, you know, little animals or signs show up, uh, however you interpret them is, is however you interpret them or some of you don't, it's all okay. Uh, and that I think, well, I guess I, 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 I know that I'm never alone. And I guess if I'm never alone, you're probably never alone. And, uh, and that's a really good thing. And in those days, when you feel like you're alone on planet earth, uh, reach out. And if you don't want to look to the sky, reach out for those people who are in your circle, who are ready, willing, and able to help you, who are there for you, who are just waiting for you to ask them, uh, if you need help because you want to be helpful and in, in order for you to be helpful, you got to be open to get help. Um, so reach out for people in your circle. Uh, don't do it alone because you don't need to do it alone. And uh, I don't know, tune back in tomorrow as, as a means of knowing that you're not alone because there's somebody sitting behind this microphone who really cares about you. Otherwise, I would not be sitting here recording this podcast at uh, 2.30 in the morning. But I refuse to go to bed until I have met my commitment. And the more I hear from you guys, uh, that you look forward to hearing it and listening, I 
will never lay my head on the pillow before I uh, deliver a podcast message so that it's there when, when you all expect it to be. And that's me reaching out for you guys. So I'm always with you. I'm supporting you. You're never alone. Uh, even if it's just through this podcast and by all means, uh, please feel free to reach out for me in those times where you do need help. And if not me, reach out for somebody. And, uh, and I think that's my biggest message. Uh, don't go it alone. You don't need to. And I'm so glad I asked for help because it basically changed my life and you reaching out for help just might change your life as well. And that is what I will end on. And as usual, give you tremendous uh, thanks and send you massive amounts of gratitude for spending your valuable time with me uh, on the Flight of Your Life podcast. It's Therese Barnaby signing out.